where do we see Connie next? Connie has a, a, a Plains Rider mount now. She did a good enough trade to get herself a mount uh, and is following the river in the direction that she heard who she thinks is Master Jiva headed in. She's looking for signs of, like, camp, any tracks that would match a humanoid. What what species is he? Is he... Thackwash. Thackwash? They basically look like horses. Yeah, horse heads. As you go, give me a uh, another xenology check. Hard this time. As you're thinking about Master Jiva. Yeah. I mean, I've met Master Jiva. Yeah. But do you know anything about his species? That's the question. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue for a boost or anything. Let's just roll that. There we go. Two successes and three threats. <laughs> that ghost cat is right yeah, behind so, me. Yeah, so Thackwash... Thackwashes? Thackwash can, can ha- have interesting minds where they are able to compartmentalize things to an extreme extent where different portions of their minds can almost have different versions of themselves. So they have multiple personalities? Sort of. Okay. It's, it's very, it's unique to them. Yeah. And I think you've probably only met your three threats, uh, Master Jeeva one time. Um, you maybe heard about him from your master. They both grew up in the Coruscant Temple. So Connie's goal as she guides her large bird along the edge of the, the river is to mm-hmm. maybe catch up to Jiva or, mm-hmm. or find out where Jiva's going next. Yes. The river meanders through the forest before you begin to see it pick up speed. It goes from the thin, slow river near the near the village to a wide river with rapids as the trees begin to clear. And as they do clear, you get a view of a large valley in front of you with those same sandy-colored grasses and a few stands of trees, tall, tall pine trees here and there. The river goes off the edge of this cliff in a large cascade and fills a a lake with a few little streams that shoot off of it down below. And off in the distance you can see smoke coming up from uh, somewhere on the plains. Like a thin like campfire smoke, bonfire smoke, wildfire smoke. Like what what kind of what what are we talking? It's thin. There are a couple uh, wisps of thin smoke drifting drifting up into the atmosphere. It, it's at a distance where it's difficult to see what's making it. But what what kind of stuff does Connie currently have on her? What what has she traded away, and what does she still have from her emergency kit from the back of the sky sprite? She traded away the she traded away the stove for the for the bird. I want to say she still has binoculars because that seems like a dumb thing to get rid of. So she still has like something that will allow her to see long distances. A crash survival kit, which is a real thing. 
in this mm-hmm. game contains a thermal cloak, multi-tool, distress, distress beacon, two emergency comlinks, a spool of wire, a basic med pack, two respirators, a water jug with a filter, a glow rod, high tensile microfiber line, ration packs, and an emergency flare gun. I think you had the, the stove in there as well, and I'll, I'll let you have some binoculars. You sit astride your celcelli and you take out your binoculars and look in the distance it is quite distant you can see the shapes of large machinery you can see some people moving around they don't look like dracelians and you see among them the glint of white from two troopers so that's not good but with troopers? So what are these machines doing? You can't tell. They're not machines that you know. What is the Republic doing? Two questions. Mm-hmm. Do you still have those emergency comlinks on you? I don't think that's something that the Dracelians would have been interested in. Okay. Do you want to scan this vast open space for Jiva? Yes. Like, the machinery caught my immediate attention, but... I see troopers. I'm not going over there. Unless I absolutely have to. I'm looking for any other signs of an errant Jedi Master. It is going to be, with a flip of a story point, one red and three purples. Perception? Yeah. Well, I'll flip that story point back to make it a yellow and a green against the red and the two purples. Um, Oh, it's three purples. (laughs) The red and three purples. I would like a boost die because I have a pretty good vantage point. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Let's see what happens. Failure and three advantages. You do not see Master Jeeva. Yeah. You do see that among this machinery, two clone troopers, the um, other people moving around doing something there's a ship there's a ship hmm that could be a good way off planet well I guess seeing actual troopers and non-Dracelian life forms means that I have to actually consider the questions that I have that I've been putting to the side because I've been too busy surviving namely why the Criff clone troopers were shooting at me and presumably at Master Jiva aboard his own ship and what exactly happened to all of the light in the galaxy and why exactly I haven't seen any clone troopers coming after me because I've been on this planet for two weeks and this is the this and earlier have been the first signs I've seen of outsiders. If I did some stealth in that encampment with the machines and the ship, I could get some very useful information. You could. And honestly, Master Jeeva might be drawn towards that too, so. So that's where you're heading? Yep. Okay. How do you want to get down this cliff? Oh yeah, it's a cliff. Is there some sort of, like, is it just a a cliff there's no possible path that could be seen i think you scouting along the edges of the edges of this cliff you spot some 
rings hammered into the stone mm-hmm. that you would assume that uh, the locals tie ropes down to get down. How am I supposed to get my bird down there with me? <laughs> it's got little tiny wings. It's incapable of flight. You might have to go the long way. Oh, that's inconvenient. You can see where the cliff tapers down, but that will take you out of your way probably half a day. Honestly, it's worth it. You you follow the cliff as it uh, tapers down into the plain. You leave the sound of the waterfall behind and head down towards where this forest turns to plain. And scream like Connie, among the Dresselians, face marked with coal, is crouched in the tall grass, looking at a, a group of these large sky grazers. They have come down from the sky and are preening themselves in the shallow waters of a marsh. Success, I found them. You got there eventually. Eventually. These things are huge. They're, they're very large. The sounds of the slug throwers ring in the air, and the Dresselian hunters take two sky grazers. They set up some sleds made of the large pine branches dragging behind the birds, and they put the, the sky grazers on them and you all head back into the village. Getting back, you receive the praise of the locals as you bring in food for food for days. And your master stands in uh, one of the nearby doorways, his arms crossed. He's uh, not wearing his cloak. You can see his, 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 I think, I think, on this planet, he he gets pretty casual with his Jedi robes. He's got his sleeves rolled up. He's got his arms crossed. And you can see the gold and silver glint of his lightsaber at his, his belt. And he uh, gives you a thumbs up <laughs> as you walk by proud with your, with your birds. Yeah, you know, Connie's just, like, beaming. <laughs> yeah. What is, the, what is the feast like? that night uh there's lots of um music and there's uh storytelling even at some point her her master is um regaling the village with some epic tale an epic tale of a mon calamari jedi who defeats a dark lord of the sith in the ancient days yeah there's just much there's a lot of merriment and celebration and good food and laughter um and i imagine like the other the hunting party still has the uh black the uh, the markings on their face the charcoal yeah yeah and the events go late into the night the moons rise and connie goes to bed in the little room in the little hut that she shares with her master. Yeah. When she wakes up in the morning, Rona's not there. You didn't leave any instructions for you. Why? Why does he just disappear like that? I'm looking for him. 
Connie leaves the hut uh, and systematically goes through the entire village looking for Master Rona. She does not find Master Rona. And she does run into Hakto, who says that Rona left early this morning. He took his bird. Uh, what? Which direction did he go in? He went east towards the Badlands. Interesting. Well, he didn't tell me that I can't follow him, so I'm going to go follow him. See, see you tonight. You take your bird out and ride off into the plains towards the Badlands. It is a long journey, and I think it's uh, afternoon by the time you get there. The sun is beating down despite the cold season, and the Badlands are oddly quiet. You can hear the animals in the fields uh, miles and miles away. They echo off the uh, stone and sand of these outcroppings. The earth here looks like it has been painted reds and greens and yellows uh, in stripes on the rocks and sands it's eerily quiet um and yet filled with strange noises as connie urges her mount into the canyons she's looking for any other like any signs of other um saley um of a single saley bird to see if she can track down her master. You're just only rolling survival tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add a force die to this one, though. Why? Because uh, I'm also reaching out with my feelings to see if I can find any indicate, like, just sort of sense any indication of which where he went. I'm going to add a boost die because technically... Because I know he was on his mounts, I am kind of interacting with an animal tracks. What difficulty okay. do you want me to roll? It's, that is a that is a question. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, definitely by the end of this session, I'm going to be adding another rank into survival. <laughs> yeah, it is three purples. Okay. And I'm going to flip a dark side point on it. So it's a red and two purples. See, I was just thinking to myself, let me go ahead and flip a dark side point, like a light side point. So then Mark has two dark side points. But then you did that. And I'm like, well, now I feel obligated. <laughs> just hoping for that despair. Zero successes, two threats, and a dark side. As you move into this area of the world that you've never been in before, there is something there at the edge. There's a little bit of darkness here. Something is trying to creep and you could know where your master is you could find him but you'd have to let it creep in yeah connie she's just like she's just about to be 16 she's not even fully aware of what this is as she just sort of leans into that thinking that it's going to point her in the direction of her master as you turn a corner, following the flat earth between these towering structures of rock and sand, you brush up against some dry vegetation. The sound of it almost echoes in the valleys of this place. 
And as you turn around a corner, you see standing at the top of one, a large cat. Did it see me? It does. It sees you. And it looks directly at you. It is sandy colored like the earth around you. It has these large tusks, these saber teeth, and it looks at you and and it turns and walks away. And as it walks away, your master turns around the corner and his Celcelli bird is, is startled by your you and your bird. These birds are easily startled. <laughs> and he says, Whoa, Connie. Oh, hey, there you are, Master. What What are you doing here? Looking for you. You should not go off on your own. She just, like, looks at him. <laughs> Padawan. Master. Lead the way back to the village. Well, what are you doing out here? Also, I just saw a big cat. He looks in the direction that you're pointing. Even better that we move. Are you going to tell me what you were doing out here as we move? That is none of your concern, Padawan. Okay. Just going back the way that we came. Why did you come out? He asks as you make your way back into the plains, where you can hear the insects and birds once again. You were gone. Left no note. Uh, I didn't really have anything else better to do, so I figured I would find you. What? Nothing better to do. You could not have helped Hakta with his chores. You could not have assisted old Ramda with the washing. I mean, I could have. And if that's what you There are plenty of things to do wanted, around the village. Connie, like, just stops dead in her tracks. He keeps walking. Of His bird keeps walking a couple paces and he pulls on the reins and stops. It looks back over his shoulder. I am not a Dresselian. I am a Jedi in training, yes. And my master had wandered off with no instructions for me. You did not tell me to stay in the village. You did not tell me whether or not I should be doing any studying, meditation, anything like that. So I sought you out. And I want to do a sense check because I want to know his emotional state. Okay. I think that's just a single forced die it is yeah i'm using that dark side pip because this is kind of an agitating conversation you're using it seems a like a little bit of a pip conflict here on your master you reach out and sense his agitation uncharacteristic agitation and i think he senses you probing Mind your feelings, Padawan. He turns his bird and walks the few feet back to you, inclines his head, and he says, keep up if you can. And he flicks the reins and the bird takes off at a run. If he thinks, like, flicks the reins as hard as I can (laughs) to chase off after him, like, but that... One is the pot calling the kettle black with the mind your feelings crap. Three purples. It's for riding your bird. I'm interacting with an animal. Sure. <laughs> any? Do you want to do any setback or anything? Nah. All right. It's one success and two threats. You beat your master back home. That's what he gets. Tell me how this race went. How did you beat him? 
he took off, but he doesn't. He honestly doesn't ride through this plane as often as Connie does. So Connie knows the pitfalls. So he encounters like a couple of um, like holes that cause his mount to uh, falter or rises that slow him down, and Connie just bypasses all of them. At some point, you come to a, a stream, and and he and his bird have to slowly cross at a deep spot where you and yours, this Selseli bird, jump off of a uh, a higher point of rocks, mm-hmm. and its little little wings just barely keep you in the air for a second. <laughs> and he catches up to you at the at the village, and he says, Connie. You are still young, and you are not ready for every lesson I have to teach. The lesson out in the Badlands is not one for you today, perhaps in a few years. I apologize for leaving you without instructions. I thought... I don't know what I thought. I should know by now that you would have come after me. And I shouldn't have trusted Hokdo, side-eyes Hokdo, (laughs) by telling him where I was going. (laughs) Well, one, you should always tell someone where you're going in case you need, like, what if you're gone for too long, then we should know where to look but for your body. Hokdo. That's just basic survival master that you've to- taught me. Two, yeah, communication. It's a two-way street. I won't follow you off into whatever lesson I'm not ready for, as long as you communicate with me that you don't want me to. Deal? We have an agreement. It's going to storm off towards our hut. And there's a screen wipe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Connie was played by Erica Goodwitch. For more from Erica, visit goodwitchstudios.com. Thank you to AJ for donating for Destiny for this episode. If you like Coruscant Nights and want to support all of Nightcast Creative's shows, please visit us at patreon.com slash Nights. Coruscant Nights is produced by Nightcast Creative. For more about us and the things that we do, visit nightcastcreative.com.